Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of Locker Room Talk Uncut. Drew Garrison, Chad Penrod in the locker room. Today we're discussing the Big Ten schedule release, the conference-only schedule release uh, for the Big Ten and what that means for the Michigan-Ohio State rivalry. Um, NFL opt-outs, um, the deadline for that is actually tomorrow. Who's, uh, who's in, who's out so far? Uh, we're going to go over how the NBA teams have looked since returning to the bubble and then uh, the the positive tests and fake positive tests that you've seen coming up in the NFL and how that may impact the season as well as the spread of COVID through the MLB and how that season's looking. So lots to get on to today. Chad, what do you want to start off with? Man, let's start in the MLB. We're seeing, uh, you know, a lot of um, spread of the, of the COVID um virus here uh with the especially and particularly with the marlins and the st louis cardinals um fuck the cardinals anyway <laughs> you know lots of uh i mean i, I don't feel like uh, neither team has played in a few weeks it feels like yeah it feels like they played like i mean i don't know the exact right about what two weeks ago it feels like it feels like they played like three or four games when this all kicked back off and then that's been it yeah so i mean you know one of the things that i do and i don't want to take it away and we'll continue to talk about the mlb but um, I think that this is a learning experience for, you know, the NFL. Um, Absolutely. One of the Browns players, um, J.C. Treader, the Browns starting center, is actually one of the – I think it's the head guy of, like, the NFLPA. So he I think kinda, he's, like, the president. Yeah, so a lot of stuff go through him. And he had an interview today, and um, some of the reporters asked him, you know, what have they learned? And it, the biggest thing he said that they have to take away is that testing – um, has to be more ramp ramped up. Like for instance, they want to know that day if that person has COVID. He said because then that can stop the spread. He said right. that's what's happening in the MLB is these guys aren't doing aren't testing every day. So, um, you know, so they'll say they test on Monday. They find out on Wednesday. Well, all the rest of Monday, all Tuesday, and part of Wednesday they've Talking been around people, people so hands in the right. dugout. so yeah. and that's how it's spreading so you know there are other sports learning from what they're doing but as far as the MLB goes man it's just like I said it's just the two teams really I mean you know teams like the the Reds and the Indians have, have gone on without a hitch and continue to play damn near every day why you know you got uh, the uh, the Marlins and the, and the Cardinals that have not and the Marlins man the shit we talked about last week stay out of the titty bar yeah. <laughs> they, they took a trip to the strip club, I think, in Atlanta or something. Like, yeah. a bunch of the guys were out partying at the strip club, and then they've had just, like, a COVID outbreak to just, like, run through their whole organization, shut down a series with the Phillies, I think, for yeah. a while. So, kind of, I know you said it wasn't a big deal for Lou Will, but I think these guys should stay out of the titty bar for right now. You know, um, it's just, you know, the, the thing is, though, you know, it kind of goes back to the positive test, though. You know, it's it's going to happen. They, they've had – everybody's had months to – to, to prepare for this, you know, it's just how how well are you going to prepare for it? I mean, the Reds had, you know, we talked about the two guys last week that weren't even positive that had to miss a few games. And then you can tell as it just keeps going, everybody's just learning. So, for instance, Joey Votto, you know, um, was feeling ill, but he didn't have a positive test. And 
felt ill for I think one or two days and got right back in the lineup, which yeah, is the was, way it should be. I was glad to see that because we had we had talked so much about it, uh, you know, previously, and I was like, man, just because you feel sick doesn't mean you need to go on the COVID list. And then yeah, Vado was able to get back in the lineup, so that's good. Um, you know, so so through that, I think yeah, the, obviously they're going to have to to go with the flow. Um, making up the games, I guess, is going to be kind of tough. I don't really agree with the seven-inning doubleheaders either. Uh, I actually don't mind it just for this year. You know, I mean, you, baseball, like we've always talked about, baseball is a long game, man. So if you yeah. you got to play a doubleheader, I personally don't mind the seven, but I, uh, but I see, on for instance, your side where, you know, you don't like it or you want to play the full nine innings. Um, but, yeah, and you know, they're just – the MLB is just kind of learning as they go. And what the, you can tell what the MLB is trying to do. They're trying to get to – where they make the money, and that's to the playoffs. Oh, yeah, for sure. I mean, they're trying to – which, you know, which we, we talk about, you know, well, how are these teams going to make up to get to 60 games? Well, now they're talking about possibly being a win percentage, you know. So, oh, really? You know, so say the Marlins only play, get to play 40 games. Is their win percentage better than the team in front of them, you know? Hmm. so Which is interesting, a little unfair to me, um, if you ask me. But, yeah, I mean, it kind of is what it is. Let's kind of get away here from COVID and kind of stay here on, on Major League Baseball, though. Uh, um, the Reds, um, back in second place in the NL Central, five and six. Mm-hmm. Uh, four games back from the Cubs, who are who are nine and two. Um, but, you know, with the expand expanding of, you know, the MLB teams this year, the Reds right now are probably in a pretty good spot. Yeah, I mean, we had talked about how they, you know, they got to stop dropping these games so quick, and David Bell seems to just be kind of clueless sometimes. But he still seemed he seemed clueless yeah. last night when they lost to the Indians. Yeah, both your, you know, both the teams you follow and kind of root for playing for each other. Who do you root for in that game? Do you root for the Indians? You're a Cleveland guy. Yeah, so. I mean, that's a good question. I, I, I tend to lean towards the Indians. Not going to lie, but if the Reds win, it doesn't really hurt my feelings. So fair enough. Um, but dude, the, the and it's the same thing with the Reds, man. As it's been all year through the first eleven games, their bullpen is terrible. And that wasn't supposed to be the case. That right. I feel like that's been a problem that has handicapped the Reds for years. And the the feeling I was getting, like you know, as I've said before, I'm not super super into baseball, so I didn't hear it all, but. For most of what I was hearing, they're like, our bullpen's good, our pitching staff's good, we got the bats, things are all going to be here. I'm like, hell yeah, dude, the Reds are going to be good. And, you know, we were saying they can't drop the early games in, in a shortened season, but it also seems on the flip side of that, they were able to make up some ground pretty quickly too. Right. So, um, you know, being back in second, looking good for the playoffs, you know, at, at this early juncture. Um, no positive tests from them that I've heard, so that's good. Yeah, they, yeah. They, they must be doing things well um, in the house with that. You know, and, and kind of going back to that Reds and Indians game, um, you know, that was just a perfect shot for the Reds to really get a game on the, the Indians' ace. You know, Bieber yeah. was on the mound. <laughs> um, Is he related to Justin Bieber? <laughs> you know, so he was on the mound, and, and the Reds kind of had him, you know, right there, but then the bullpen comes in and gives it away. And, you know, with that being – you know, now the, now the Reds have to deal with deal with Clevinger, you know. Yeah. so Is that tonight? Yeah, that's tonight. Um so, you know, we'll see how that goes. I mean, it, to, to me, it just doesn't look good for the Reds. Now you're, you got their ace, and you let him out, you know, get away with one, and now, you know, you got the uh, second man in the rotation in Clevenger. It's just – but, man, let's let, let's talk about some positive here on the Reds. Let's talk about uh, Nick uh, Castellanos. Castellanos. Man, six home runs in the last seven games. This, this, dude, this dude has fucking got some power, and he, he, he's playing hell of a ball right now, man. 
Yeah, he is crushing things. I, I've seen some people on Twitter calling him the best player in Major League Baseball. Uh, it look, it kind of looks like it. Kind of looks like it right now. But let's slow down. It, it, it is a small sample. It's early. Size. It's early. But man, the it's just for the Reds to be five and six. Man, it's just like we said. The 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 lineup is just so nasty. It just comes down to this pitching, man. You're going to usually they're going to get you some runs. You know the, the way this lineup is yeah, set up, typically. it should get you some runs. Now. They're bad in the bullpen, and they're really bad at their, their manager. Their manager's not good. David Bell is just – he's terrible. Yeah. Um, I mean – What is it with Cincinnati and bad coaches? <laughs> you know, that's a good question. <laughs> Dusty Baker kind of had his issues when he was there. He's good for a little bit. But, yeah, I I don't know. I, they, they've got to figure it out. They've got to figure it out quickly because, you know, obviously they can make up ground pretty quickly, but you can also lose ground pretty quickly in this kind of setup. Um, so, hopefully – for one thing, they keep the COVID shit under control because we had said in here before, like, you know, losing a guy in baseball, eh, whatever. But then we saw it happen. We're yeah. like, oh, shit, they lost two, like, really important guys. Right. And the first game they came back, I think we had just got done recording this that night. And then Moose and um, Senzel. Senzel were back, and it was a completely they, I different they team. Won that, I believe they the, won that game. They beat the Cubs. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was. Yeah, they ended up putting, like, nine on them. Yeah, so. they s- Smoke so you know, so you know, we're wrong there, and we're you know, we're like everybody else. We're kind of learning as we go. Yeah. Um, let's 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 switch this over here to the the NFL, man. Um, we'll start out with the guys that there's some guys that have, have opted out, and then you know, there's word of some guys opting in, and then there's some, and then like we said, J.C. Treader come out and said that they need a test. Well, that's good and all. They do need to test every day as long as you can get it back that day. That's that's what I think should happen. But let me tell you something that is just – I hate it, you know, and we don't want to ever get political in here, and I'm not sure Uh-oh. that this is getting political. Uh-oh. But these fake fucking tests, like how the fuck is there a fake test? How is there a fake positive test? And not only that, they, they've got Matthew Stafford, and Matthew Stafford took a test. It was positive. Took another test, took a test, took a test, took a test. He took like six tests. The first one was positive. The last five were negative. And then um, Gardner Minshew takes a test. It's positive. Takes another one. It's negative. Another one negative. And then Garrett Gilbert of the Browns, the uh, quarterback for the Browns, third stringer, takes a test positive. The next one's negative. Now, I, I, how is this even possible? Like I, what? How? How is it even possible? to get a fake positive test. I don't understand. And and I think like and I even said it earlier. I think fake positive might be the wrong way to say it because I don't think that the NFL is saying you're positive knowing he's not. There is a way, I guess, from from the limited knowledge that I have of this that you can have a false positive because of something in your body triggering it. I don't know what that necessarily is. But I guess you can have a false positive. I don't think. I don't think. And I said fake. They like somebody's fucking with the test. Yeah, I said fake positive when I was doing the intro, and then I kind of thought about. It. I was like, well, maybe that's not how I should have worded it. Well, it's it. considered a fake positive, so that's but, what they're calling it. But a false positive, I guess, can happen. But and it's like I said to you. I said, okay, well, I got tested at a Walgreens. There's testing at all these urgent cares, and not to delve too far into that, but it's like you would think the NFL would have better testing than them. They've got all the money in the fucking world. They've got some of the top medical advisors in the fucking world. Right. I would think that they would have better results than that. But so now that opens the door to, you know, Minshew, I think he spent, Minshew and Stafford both spent, what, two, three days on the yeah. COVID yeah. list? Yeah. Um, so that's what, going back to what Treader said, 
I think they do have to test every day because what if Baker Mayfield is yeah. positive on a Wednesday? Right, and he misses a game. He's got Sunday. a game on Sunday. How quickly can they get the turnaround for him to have as many negative tests as he needs? What is it, three, four? Two, two negatives. Two negative. Well, after supposedly having it, though. Oh, yeah, two two negatives. Okay, so they need to be able to get the turnaround on that quickly because, like I said, if he pops positive on a Wednesday but they can confirm on Thursday that it's negative, how quickly can they get those tests in and out? That way he can suit up on something. Right. And what do they do? I mean, they can't be around anybody, but I'm sure that they can probably get on Zoom meetings. Like right. Doug Peterson has tested positive, but he's been doing Zoom meetings with his team and stuff. So there's ways to keep them involved. But What about when the game actually starts? Yeah, I mean, I'm sure there's going to be testing on game right. day. That's what I'm saying. Like, you know, say say it's – you know, it's, it's, a, it's officially the season – and Doug Peterson text, test positive. What is somebody going to step in for Doug Peterson, or somebody going to step in for Carson Wentz, or Baker Mayfield, or Joe Joe Burrow? I mean, like, well, Zach Taylor said the Bengals are quarantining their quarterbacks. They're literally like they'll do limited on field work yeah. th- that they're supposed to, and then meetings and all that shit. They're in separate rooms, and they're I like was, locked I was down. actually listening to ESPN Radio, and they I forget who it was that they brought on, and they asked him, you know, say it's the Super Bowl and Patrick Mahomes tests positive for COVID. What what are they going to do? And he said, believe me, that Patrick Mahomes would play in that game. And he said, well, how? He said they would give him hundreds of tests until he got too negative. I think so. Just like we said weeks ago, if LeBron had COVID right. the night of the NBA Finals starting or Game 7, it would get buried. Yeah. Oh, I yeah. 1,000% believe that. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, dollar signs are what drives all these leagues. I just don't – I don't – fault them for having the false positives i guess because i guess it can happen i don't think anybody was deliberately fucking with it but i feel like they've had enough time and they have the resources to get this down to where you can get this quick turnaround i mean i got tested at a damn walgreens and got my results in like three and a half four hours right that's what i'm saying like that should be there should be something set up for each team right to where the only way those the only tests those people even deal with are the nfl players you know, so say it's like that Walgreens. Yeah, have them in house. Is that you're dealing with that team? It should they should be right there at the practice facility, right there at the stadium where they test and it comes back immediately. And it it can be done because when I had my swab done, they took it into the back of the fucking store and just had people sitting there going through the shit. So the NFL can right. bring them into the facility. You know, bring them into right. Paul Brown Stadium. Bring yeah. them into Berea. I don't think it's smart. I would not test on game day. I, I just wouldn't do it. I wouldn't. I wouldn't take that chance if I was. A team or if I was the NFL. They, they're not going to have a choice, And, and you know, and, and kind of going back to all this stuff, a lot of these people are asymptomatic anyway. They're just getting tested because they have to get tested. Yeah, but asymptomatic is one thing because they could still pass it on to right, somebody I'm that's high risk or whatever. I wouldn't so I understand again, still getting tested. I mean, I, they're going to have to. It's not even going to be up to the team. It's going to be up to the league, and the league probably doesn't want to test on game day, to be completely honest with you, but I'm sure they're feeling pressure from right. higher up yeah. places to do it. So, but that, I mean, that is interesting, man. So let's say Patrick Mahomes was, was negative on Saturday, but Sunday morning it pops up. What I think they'll do and what I would do if it were me making the call, like guys in Cincinnati used to not stay in hotels before games. If it was a home game, they would just come from home. Right. Or the club or, you know, wherever. They need to, and I think most teams probably already do this, but test them on Saturday, get the results, put them up in a hotel room. 
Oh yeah, that's that's just, what, just that's what a lot there. of people are going to be doing. They're going to be uh, they're quarantining them in the hotel when they're when they're like I say they're traveling. Yeah, and that and that is or even at home. Can do. Yeah. I think at home Saturday night, go get your test at eight o'clock. Yeah, go to your fucking room. I'm sure they'll have nice rooms, PlayStation, Xbox, whatever they like to do, or more importantly, playbooks, film, and get your negative test result. Lock your ass in a room. Bring your own food. Order DoorDash. What the fuck ever, and you're just going to have to make that sacrifice to play in the NFL. And opt-outs are getting bigger and bigger yeah, names. Let's go to opt-outs. Yeah, man. So uh, just keeping it to my team, the Browns. So uh, they've had three people opt out, a lineman, um, and then another lineman, Drew Forbes, who would have been fighting for the right guard spot with Wyatt Teller. Now it just seems like Wyatt Teller is going to probably get that spot. Um, and then um, Andrew Billings, the old Bengal, did defensive tackle. Um, that might out. be a, um, a a hit for you guys. I think it, oh yeah, solid. no, 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 no. It, it's gonna it's a rotation. We always talk about a, a rotational yep. defensive line. Um, now the good thing about when these players opt out is that team gets all that that player's salary for that year. I don't know if you heard that or not. So um, <laughs> Billings three point five million. The Browns get that back on the books, um, and so they can go get a guy like Snacks Harris. They can go get Mike Mike Daniels. You know they could engage with another Jadavion Clowney. Um, you know, so there's options out there if, and, and the deadline's tomorrow. So, right. you know, if a, if a big guy does opt out, there's plenty of time to fill his, fill his shoes, you know? So like I said, Andrew Billings opts out. There's all kinds of D tackles out there right now. Uh, a guy that I wouldn't mind that a lot of people are talking about is uh Pecco, you know, the old Bengal, the old ex, uh, I think he Broncos should come back guy. to Cincinnati cause Cincinnati needs some DT D tackle depth too, but that's a you know, different so conversation. Just put on a, you know, a rotation there and. But it it seems like maybe that might be it for the Browns. Um, you know, other guys have opted out too. Specifically, the Patriots—they've been derailed, man. Belichick's um, telling them to. Yeah, but <laughs> uh, so, you know, Patrick Chung, their starting safety, Dante Hightower, their their Pro Bowl linebacker—they're all opting out. But like you said, I think there's more to the Patriots doing it. I think that's trying to get your hands on Trevor Lawrence. And the Bengals, Isaiah Prince is an offensive tackle who that position. Should always be up for some sort of battle. Uh, Josh Tuopu, I I don't know how to pronounce his last name um, all that well. He's a defensive tackle, and he actually got some decent playing time and a couple of starts last year um, next to Geno Atkins. Now, obviously, they have DJ Reader and Atkins. Their front two are set, but it's pretty thin. man. It's just like Billings. Billings wouldn't have been a starter. He would have been behind behind Sheldon Richardson and Larry Ogunjobi. But – we that is the biggest rotational spot you want right there yeah. them big guys up front you know the d tackles the dns and you know we're set at dn you know a little thin at d tackle now but that's why free agency's there you know hopefully you know the Bengals can uh, go out and and sign some linemen the browns need to do that as well on both sides of the ball yeah and i think going back to the Bengals. And and you said you wouldn't mind Pecco. He just he's got to come back, man. He's got a couple years left. He needs to just return it there. He's not great. He's not going to dominate. He's not Aaron Donald, but he's a solid rotation guy. Yeah, and that's that's all you're looking um, for. Snacks Harrison wouldn't be a, uh, something that I would be upset about if the Bengals did that either. Um, and yeah, you got to do what's best for your team here. And and you know you're going to miss those guys, but you got to move on, right? You got to keep going. The show must go on. Uh, it's not you know ideal, but. Tredavious White was a name that I've heard 
today that is still undecided, that would probably be the biggest name. Ooh-wee. That would be that would hurt the Bills. Yeah, the corner. He, that's a that's a top corner in the league right there, man. Tre'Davious White is a baller. Yeah, that's kind of what I was thinking. I said, like, man, that might set a precedent because you got like your star Latuolele who was like supposed to be really good, but he turned out like solid. But you don't have that big. Oh my God, what the hell are they gonna do, guy? Yet. And outside the Patriots, but the Patriots, like we said, is different. I almost feel like that's on purpose. Yeah, but you know, I would think that too. And then, but then I keep going back to well, they signed Cam. If it was on purpose, that's why would true. you sign Cam? That's very true. You know, so it's it's just you you're never you're not going to get the one that that first draft pick with Cam Newton. He's going to win you enough games not to get the first one. You would think. I mean, I, just, I mean, I can't see him getting the first one not with Cam Newton there. Yeah, I. I possibly could with all these opt-outs and Jarrett Stidham. Um, but, yeah, Cam – I feel like Cam and McDaniels actually might work. Yeah. I don't know about Cam and Bill because, like, their personalities and shit. It doesn't seem I like think, Bill has has a whole lot – I'm, I'm sure it's Bill's game plan and stuff, but I think he doesn't have that quarterback relationship like Josh McDaniels has. Probably you know? doesn't. He's a defensive guy. Um, I think he had one with Brady just because they spent 20 years together and won six rings together and all that shit. Um but I, I was thinking about that earlier, actually, today. I was like, you know what? McDaniels is probably really, really going to like him. He's going to open up a lot more options, the bootlegs, yeah, read options. I mean, Brady's back there running like a read option. you ever think he's going to tuck that thing and run? No. <laughs> I don't know if Brady's even running read options. Probably never has. So, <laughs> um, so you know, there's, there's a lot there. It looks like we're on pace for the NFL to have a season and have it start on time. Um Got to see Burrow actually in a Bengals jersey with AJ Green, Joe Mixon, Jonah Williams. That was cool. Um, haven't I, I would really like to just see a video of Burrow throwing a deep ball to AJ though. I haven't seen that yet. Just in a walkthrough, you know. Just give me something. All right, you haven't seen AJ in two years. <laughs> so, but it, I mean, it looks like we're tracking to have a season on time. I don't foresee any shockers. Like, oh my God, he opted out, but. You never know. We never got, know. Tomorrow, we got, might, there, tomorrow there might be some prizes. Some surprises, than, man. A little less than 24 hours left, so we'll, we'll track that. Um, have any updates for you guys, you know, on our Facebook let's talk about, Twitter. Uh, let's talk about uh, the NBA, man. The NBA's back. The bubble is working. Uh, another round today of 343 yeah, tests. Nope. Zero I mean, so everybody's staying in their little circle, and I guess if no one has it, you can't spread it. You know, nobody's coming in the bubble. Right. Nobody's leaving the bubble. So, you know, it's a – it's a nice thing to see from that end, you know. Um, Absolutely. But l- let's kind of let's kind of talk about that. I mean, the Lakers and Clippers opened up uh, opened up the night that the comeback. Um, yeah, they opened up the whole thing. Lakers win that game by two. Hell of a, hell of a game. Um, what are you seeing? I mean, not even specifically just the Lakers, but what are you, what are you, this first week? What are your thoughts, man? I mean, with the NBA being back, what who's surprising you? Who's not surprising you? Like, who are you like, damn? Like, what what, do you, what are you thinking? Well, first off, LeBron James needs to find a rhythm and a groove. Yeah, um, and I kind of want to talk about that with you. He's not in it, and I, I they've already locked up the first seed, so I wonder, like, are they going to rest like LeBron and AD tonight a little bit? Like, you're seeing the Bucks do it. With Giannis, you're seeing other teams do it, you know? So, like... They're more likely to do it tonight. Yeah, but... Because they have Houston tomorrow. Yeah, and I I see your point, but at the same time, it's like... I don't agree with it. He has to find a rhythm. Yeah, I don't agree. Don't get me wrong. I don't agree with it. I think right now, the Lakers need to play. They just... They need to find a rhythm. 
I, I agree. I don't agree with the fact that I think they'll rest. I don't know this. I made the prediction when they played Toronto the night they lost. I said the starters will probably play about 24 minutes and ended up being wrong. Yeah. Um, but if they were going to rest, I would think it would be tonight because I think that they want to have a measuring stick game against Houston and see what Houston's about because they've been on fire. Uh, Houston is the team that I've liked the most. And even though they lost last night to the Blazers, who that was is another thing too. to talk about. That's the Lakers the might see the Blazers. That, and, and They're healthy, dude. Yeah, and they are completely healthy, and they look good. I mean, you got Dame Lillard balling out, C.J. McCollum balling out. You got Carmelo balling out. Dude, what the fuck is it with that? What, Carmelo? He hit, like, a, a clutch shot. Don't get me wrong. He had, like, three good plays with, like, 50 seconds left. And Twitter went fucking nuts. Oh, dude, because you haven't seen that Carmelo in a while. Dude, but it's it's Carmelo Anthony. They're acting like he's like they're acting like he's the team manager that finally gets to play on right. senior night no, and, I agree, and hits I, a couple threes. I agree with that. I'm like, chill the fuck out. I just out, it's think Melo. that it's been so long since you've seen that. He was playing good from, before it shut down. Yeah, but he's never won. He's never won. He's always he's always been about the money and he's always been the guy on the team. Like he he, and he didn't really mesh together with anybody, but he really mesh. He really goes good with Portland. No, he he fits in great. I just, I was like, okay, cool, you know, bubble mellow, that's a thing. But then it, it, I just kept scrolling. I'm like, Jesus Christ! I mean, this isn't like this isn't some dude you've never heard of. This isn't like when Delvadova was like fucking yeah. balling for the Calves, you yeah. know? Like, and who's that center? Who's the center they have? Is I can't remember Nur- his Nur- name. Nurkic, 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 Nurkic. So and do Nurkic, Nurkic, whatever is, is balling, dude. I mean, they are loaded. They yeah, really no. do have a load of team. I mean, you got Hassan Whiteside coming off the bench. I said that on Twitter last night. I said healthy Portland is scary. Yeah, I think that's a scary. I I would I think the Lakers would beat them, but I think Portland might be able to cause a problem. You know? Well, that's that's my thing with the Lakers. One, Danny Green. Yeah, he's, what the fuck? He's just and he needs to go back to Toronto, man, because he's just or Houston. But I, I he I mean he's just not doing it. He needs a rhythm. LeBron needs a rhythm. And actually, this was something that I'm going to just play a little clip of. I thought it was pretty fucking funny. This was going on on Twitter. My buddy Tyler sent it to me. Tic Tac Titans. He does a Titans podcast. But this is pretty funny. I'm not going to play the whole thing. But this is this part of it is just fucking hilarious to me. In his mid-thirties Can't hear the shot <laughs> Why not Cause he got all his hair on the top And it's got to stop to the top now So that is <laughs> Twitter user um, Mr. Ricky Spanish He does this thing for the Lakers He calls it slander to greatness So when, like Kuzma's fucking up He made like songs making fun of Kuzma he said slander to greatness. So that is a problem with the Lakers, too. Danny yeah. Green needs to play and needs to get it's a rhythm. It's like and, – and the thing is, too, man, like you've seen the Lakers beat the Clippers. But it's to, almost to me like the Clippers don't care. Like – and I'm not trying to knock the knock the win because the one thing that the Lakers have done is find a way to win. Yeah. You know, they're, they, they look like shit. They really do. Outside of Anthony Davis, well, even and he had. And I think Kuzma's playing. playing Kuzma really has too. been very impressive. Deion actually. Waiters was a good get, um, but LeBron and, and and you can get and you can get lost in LeBron's stats. You can see a twenty-seven, ten, and nine night and be like, 
how the fuck did he get that? Because he didn't play that good. Yeah, but his fans will be like, and dude, it, it's all. I, dude, did I warn you fuck. about this or not? I warned Le- you. LeBron, like, there's. I, I've said this before. There's such a difference between me on the left, who is a Lakers fan, and don't ever be part. Well, n- not politically. That I, <laughs> I, 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 no, no, not left politics wise. We don't do politics here. I'm just saying I'm standing here on the left side of the street as a Lakers fan, wanting the Lakers to do well. I don't give a shit what LeBron does, but I also understand that as he goes, the Lakers go. Yeah, he's the best player on the team. Fair, but then you got the right side of the street. These fucking LeBron fans, who it's it's everyone Everything's else's fault. Everything's about LeBron. Everything. Everyone and else's I, fault. And yeah. LeBron was like two of fucking eleven yeah. at one point, and, and, and people and he, are bitching and about. He happened AD. to get the pull, and he happened to get the putback. You know what like, I mean? He missed the shot. He followed a shot and got the putback. Like, oh, LeBron hit the game winner. Like, oh, that, yeah, that was fucking impressive. Yeah, it was a fucking six footer. <laughs> I could have hit it. Like, well, yeah, I mean, he got like, he got to bounce back to himself. And I'm not knocking LeBron. I'm not a LeBron hater, but I I was obviously excited when he became a Laker because I knew that was going to bring the Lakers to the forefront. That was going to bring another guy like an Anthony Davis. So, but I I I get shit because I will critique LeBron. Right. I will I will say LeBron's being fucking lazy, and they'll be like, "Oh, well, he had twenty seven, dude." I'm like, "Yeah, dude," and he he gave a shit for right twenty seven minutes of the game, right? And it's just other times it's just like he doesn't give a fuck. No, I'm but then you. he can it's turn terrible. it on and put Kawhi in fucking clamps a few times that game. Put Kawhi in clamps at the very end of the game, made him give it up to Paul George, moved those puppies, got out on Paul George, and got in his face phenomenal loved it and people are like oh yeah well you like to you know you like to praise him when he does good well yeah i'll praise anybody on the team right, when they do yeah, good. I mean, but i'll shit on anybody too because right. i'm not here for lebron i'm here for the lakers and we, you know we want to talk about lebron being on the, the best player on the lakers and he is but since the restart he has not been the best player yeah, it's, been the AD. it's been anthony davis who's been incredible and the reason why they've won a couple of the games that they've won yeah is had anthony davis had 30 nothing to do point with games and the lakers Beat the Clippers without Lou Will and Montrez Harrell. Cool, but th- they were able to do it on an off LeBron night. If LeBron has the same game and they have Lou Will and Harrell, I don't think they win. Now, LeBron beat them when they were full right before the shutdown. He beat them by nine. Everybody was there on you both could, sides. But you could, like you said, you could tell LeBron looked rusty. But if LeBron's stat line in his game is the same as that first Clippers game since the restart, and Lou Will and Montrez Harrell are there, the Lakers don't win that game, and that's just being realistic. Yeah. LeBron would have had to have a great, great LeBron game to to win that had they been at full strength. Now, you can only play the guys that are in front of you, but Lou Will's back. Here's what I think. Here's what I think. The absolute worst-case scenario for the Lakers would be this. First round, they get the Blazers. Just because you just never know, man. Like you said, the, the team's loaded. You just don't know what happened there. And then the second round, say they get Houston. Well, the problem with Portland in the first round, I would like the Lakers to get like a Pelicans or a Grizzlies right. that they can put away in four or five games. Yeah. Portland could easily go seven. Six or seven, correct. And you got LeBron, who's older, yeah. Danny Green, who's older. Um, you know, not not a young team. So you, you want those first two rounds to get out of the way quickly. Houston's look very good. I'm still not very scared of them. They got nothing they on the roster look, for but, AD. But they look like the best team since the return to me, outside of one team I'm going to mention here in a minute. But I just I, Houston has absolutely nothing for AD, and I don't really think they would have much it's for just, Dwight Howard. Their bigs are just trash. It's just how 
they how they are playing right now. It's they're scoring 120, 130, 140 points. Obviously, Harden is right now the best scorer in the NBA with no yeah, KD. Because the refs put their fucking whistle in their mouth as soon as he touches the ball. And not only that, dude, Russell Westbrook is just – to me, Russell Westbrook just flies through the air, dude. I got nothing against Russ. Just, I always like Russ. But Harden, it, it, they but, just, they're ready to blow and, the whistle and, and as soon as he catches they, the ball. And they are small. But I'll tell you, another guy that's played well to me has been um, P.J. Tucker. I mean, he just oh, got yeah. that, that, that left side corner three that it just – it's always open, and they always have open. Sh- he always uh, makes it on two K. Robert too. Robert Covington, like, there's always somebody wide open because you have to double Harden, or like, you have to double Westbrook right, if, yeah. if he's crashing. Like you, and what I think might mess with the Lakers, and I, and, and I'll be the first to tell you, I didn't think this would be big at all, but them losing Rondo and Avery is. You can tell they're missing Avery. You, defensively, you can tell. He's a top five wing defender. Yeah, the on, the, on the perimeter, he he's he's locked down. He is. And Waiters has looked to bring more offensively. Yeah. Because yeah, he, he can create more when LeBron's off. And but JR's not doing nothing right now. Defensively, Kuzma has been damn good defensively. Yeah, he's hitting um, his shots too, yeah. Danny Green's still a solid defender. Um, but you can definitely feel the loss. And, and that last Lakers-Clippers game before things shut down, they won that game because Avery Bradley had 21, and he was putting clamps on Kawhi. Who has been the biggest surprise so far to you on the return? Who have you been like, damn? Honestly, Phoenix. Yeah, they're undefeated. I mean, they haven't they, lost. They want to get in that eight seed. And the, 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 the game winner against the Clippers from Devin Booker, um, they've, they've been pretty surprising to me, honestly. Um I'm also a little bit surprised that Memphis hasn't managed to win a game. Yeah, it's, it's crazy to me. And I don't know if you've seen it or not, they just lost Jaron Jackson Jr. I did. For, for the, for the MCL. season. MCL, yeah. That sucks. He's good. So He's come along. as of right now, who do you – who after you've seen it during a week, has it changed who you would see in the finals? you still think Lakers-Bucks? Yeah, no, I, I don't think anybody in the East is going to beat the Bucks four out of seven times. No, and, stop right there. This is where I got to come in. Da, da, dun. Oh, shit. I do not have the Bucks going to the finals anymore. Who's coming out of the East? There is a team in the East that, if I'm any team, I don't care what team you are, dude, they are fucking scary. And that team is the Toronto Raptors. I mean, dude, listen, yeah. they, they, are, they are scary. They score. They play defense. Siakam is quickly becoming a superstar. Van Vliet is quickly becoming a superstar. Kyle Lowry, Serge Ibaka. Uh, they put it on the Lakers. Ag- Ag- Ananobi, or however you OG say Ananobi, o- he's a baller. I mean, dude, they are loaded, dude. And another team that I, I, I'm not sure the Bucks can beat are the Miami Heat. Miami Heat is young, talented, good defense, like, I I I could see the Bucks getting past them, but I think the Toronto Raptors might do a fucking repeat here, man. That they are by like when you look at a team because and I'm and you know me, I'm all over Houston. I'm a big James Harden fan, like Westbrook, and I think the Rockets have been good. And I don't think the Rockets are coming out of the West though, but I think the Toronto Raptors are coming out of the East. It wouldn't shock me. They put it on the Lakers the other night. I don't think that team beats the Lakers four out of seven, and I don't think that team that team beats Milwaukee four out of seven. I could see that. I could see Toronto taking either one of those two teams, and I could see him probably taking the Clippers to seven games easily. I so here's, but here's, I don't think that they would win it against the Lakers, Clippers, or Bucks in a series. I think they're going to beat the Bucks, 
And the way things look right now, and this is way too early. This is where a weekend they've been going for a week. The Lakers are very, very rusty. And like yeah. I said, it looks like they're missing Avery Bradley. It looks like they're missing Rajon Rondo. I don't think they're missing Rondo at all. I don't think that they are going to beat the Clippers in a seven-game series right now. I, 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 I don't see it. Um, And we're only a weekend. That can change next week. Next time we're in here, yeah. it, it can completely change. Maybe this playoff LeBron LeBron's got to get going. He, LeBron's got to get going. Um, right now I have the Clippers and the Toronto Raptors, and I have – the Toronto Raptors winning it all right now, man. I, that team. They have kept. I, lo- I love what they do. They and have, they might have the best coach in the league. Nick Nurse. He might be the best coach in the league. He's like, he reminds me of like Sean McVay. Like this dude's doing things with a team. Right, that he shouldn't be doing. And it's just like, holy shit. Like, like they play together, dude. Like they are a, a complete team. I just think they've carried over like the same mantra that they had last year with Kawhi. They've gotten like kind of that Kawhi mentality. None of them talk a lot. Right. You don't see them on Twitter a lot, talking shit. But, I mean, there was a lot of luck involved in that championship last year, too. Like the four-bounce shot against Philly. The, the Bucks had them on the ropes there for a little bit. I, I, I just – I don't see those guys transcending. Like in the NBA, there's always the guy that you know – or two guys that you know that are going to just take it to that next level and just put the dagger in somebody. And I don't know that Toronto has it, and I just think that Giannis does. I don't know. I, I would disagree. I would tend to disagree because last year was a game six when the Raptors won it. Kyle Lowry made some big shots. Yeah, but I mean, even if Clay Thompson plays yeah, that but game, I, yeah, but I don't think they win the like, title. That's like, but yeah, but that's like saying to the Cavs fan, "Well, if the Cavs would have had Kyrie and Love, you know, the first year, they, they would have probably fucking won." Yeah, because then, the Warriors are the fakest dynasty in sports. I had to get that in there. But uh, Kyle, you just can't take away a big shot. I, no, no, you definitely can't. Kyle Lowry made some big shots. See, like I said, Siakam is quickly becoming a, a superstar, dude. And they're just all around good. I mean, yeah, I'm not going to say you're crazy for thinking that. I could see Toronto taking probably anybody they play to seven games. And don't sleep on Miami, man. Don't sleep on Miami. They're just. I'm not coach s- Eric Spolstra is a great coach. Like you get he to is. see that after LeBron. Um, and, and they're just they're just well co- well coached team, just like the Raptors. Um, I, I'm not taking nothing away from the Bucks. I mean, the Bucks. I just think right now I would have I would have. The Clippers beating the Lakers. I would have Toronto beating the Bucks, and I'd have Toronto beating the Clippers, which is crazy to say. But at this moment, I have the Raptors winning the championship. And I'm gonna I'm gonna step in here to Paul George. He's looked really good at times. Yes. He's also looked really clueless at times. He, but I do feel bad for him. He shoots a lot. The game the game winner that Booker hit over him. Yeah. I saw that picture, and I saw the picture from when he was in OKC, and Dame hit that deep game winner over him. <laughs> I don't like Paul George. I think he's a follower. I don't think you know he talked all that run it back shit with Russ, and then dipped after a year. All that shit, you know, said he was a Clipper fan his whole life after always talking about the Lakers and shit back in the day. But he, <laughs> the poor guy, has been in such good defensive position on some of these shots, and they keep falling. And, on and him. he plays defense. He does. You know, and when he's, he's not hot, clutching now, now when he's hot. He's hot. Now he don't he don't really have to be clutch because he have Kawhi. 
Ka- you know, Kawhi's going to be clutch. Kawhi's um, been limping a lot. I don't know if you noticed that, dude. I think something's like wrong. No, with I his think knee. I think he's just. I think it's just a lot of no, no conditioning. I think that's why you're seeing the Clippers go all out and play. Um, but so and, and what what you see too, and what, what you'll notice too, when you're not up to par, you'll sh- you're you will sh- shoot short too. Oh yeah, your legs you, aren't there. You know, your legs aren't there, and you're seeing a lot of his go off the front of the rim. So. I think you see that, but yeah, man. I mean, I'm excited. For, I'm ready for the playoffs to get going. You know, let, let's just get there. I think you know the 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 tournament to get into that eighth seed is also going to be fun, especially there in the West. That will be. You know, like you said, the Suns, the the Blazers, the Pelicans, the the Grizzlies. I mean, who's going to get that spot? So that's going to be fun. Um, let's go to the big topic today, though, man. Fuck the Clippers. All right, we can move on. The big the bit the big story came out today. The Ohio State Buckeyes, my Ohio State Buckeyes, and your Michigan Wolverines will not be playing the day after Thanksgiving. Um, That's so bad. They are moving the game up to October 24th. Um, This is going to be, I think, both teams' sixth game um, with three more games after that. Stupid. Now, we we see this a little different. The way I see this is – Whatever we're gonna beat them anyway. Um, m- my wife sometimes doesn't get a birthday party uh, because her birthday usually runs on the day. So well, that's her parents' fault, <laughs> you know. So so she'll be happy about that. But no, in all honesty, um, I, it it doesn't matter to me, man. You know, it just to me, I won't say it's just another game because it's not. It's it's a, the biggest rivalry in sports, but it's just for us. It's another win. It's going to be another win. Um, and for your guys, I think you should like it. The reason I think you should like it is you don't get that lost as your last game. Maybe if you want to get to a playoff and now, you know, we're we not getting to the playoff. We, we don't, we don't, we game. don't know that. Exactly. I'm just saying, but if say they say they are undefeated, they lose to the Buckeyes, they get three more games. I think it's more helpful, uh, towards a team like Michigan. It's not at all because it doesn't matter. Michigan has to run the table and win the big 10 championship to get into the playoff this year with how this is going conference only and all that. But this is my thing. It doesn't. It, it it matters to me just because it's a huge day for me, my dad, my family. It's the Saturday after Thanksgiving, we got family in town. We go to the same place to Ziggy's. We watch the game. It is the game. The Saturday after Thanksgiving, it's been that way my entire life. Now we can still go to the same place and watch the game, but we're not going to have all the same people there. That's a very big deal to me personally and my family personally. It's like the biggest day of the year for me and my dad. I I get it, but moving it up to game six to me doesn't make it any less like or any less likely for it to get canceled. If if college football has a coronavirus outbreak and it's canceled, the season gets shut down, it's gonna happen before October twenty fourth. So they could have just left it alone, make it the last game of the year. If that yeah. season gets shut down, it's going to be before that. That's damn near yeah, two months it just, in. To me, it just doesn't bother. It doesn't bother me. It, it, I mean, I don't know. It just moving it doesn't bother me the way that it bothers you. It's just, uh, and maybe it's, it's the same for every Ohio State fan. I don't know. But to us, and I hate to say it's just another game because it's not just another game. It's the game. It's the rivalry. But yeah, but it's just to us, it's another win. That's fine. But the tradition of that game. What goes into it? The history of it. Now, granted, if it still would have been the last game of the year, it would have been November twenty first, and I think that's still before Thanksgiving. So, but it's it's supposed to be the last regular season game, and I don't think moving it up four weeks 
is going to make that much of a difference. If the season's going to shut down, it's going to happen before then. Yeah, I just think I don't know. I, I, I so just what's think, the point? If you if you're really that worried about it not getting canceled, fuck it, dude. Start the season that way. Yeah. Um. Like I, I just I just don't get it. The, it. the rationale to it does. Like I can understand what they were thinking, but I just feel like if you get six weeks into a season, you're gonna finish out the last four. This is just a different year, you know. So I'm just I'm I would be just happy to have it. Yeah, and the world's you fucking know? crazy right yeah, now. So this so. is the year Harbaugh puts it on you, motherfuckers. How about that? He's a fucking idiot. <laughs> yeah, but right. COVID's fucked up. The not world's twisted co- upside down. Everything's even, crazy. We're gonna fucking win. Not even COVID can save Harbaugh. And fuck Justin Fields into the sun. So for eternity. So the rumor came out today, and I don't know if anyone's heard this yet. That's not true. No, I've heard. Yeah, I've actually heard this is this is real. I, I don't I, believe that. I, why would ESPN say it? How would Harbaugh know? On four, no, on four, on fourteen ten ESPN. This radio. This is when I texted you this morning, and I and this was what well, this is what was said. They said, and, and I forget the full story because I, I sent it to you. I just thought it was um, thought it was crazy, but they said somehow Harbaugh got upset because the Buckeyes were doing on field. I don't know, hand on, hand on with the coaches and whatever it was, they broke some kind of rule and it wasn't supposed to be on until Friday. Apparently that's allegedly. Um, How would he know that? Well, well, apparently, well, apparently this was a big 10 call, all the coaches and Ryan day spoke up and said, whatever, we're going to hang, you know, you better hope there's a mercy rule because we're going to hang a hundred on you if we get the chance. Now we don't know if this is true, but this is what 1410 ESPN said. But no other ESPN morning. outlet has said it. That's what I want to know. Well, Why isn't it a bigger deal? Well, because, well, and then, that would be a huge so deal. then somebody comes out and says that, um, that's why Justin Fields got mad today. And I believe what Justin Fields said is real. Cause I've seen it everywhere. Right. And Justin Fields said, Hey, we're going to, you know, he, he said, don't I care. don't care any, when anytime, any place. I don't care when we play. I just want to smash him pretty much. He said something along those so lines. He wants to beat the brakes off him. And yeah. that's what he should say. Right. And that's he should. Fine. And but then you see the countdown clock for the Michigan game back in the Ohio State locker room. That's been posted. It's always in there. Yeah, Ohio just, State never I, took it out. I'm saying it's, Harbaugh took it out. I'm saying it from, from, from the new time. The new days, oh and, yeah, and, and or hours. Yeah, because Ohio State eats, sleeps, and breathes that shit the way Michigan should. And Harbaugh just put it back in this year. He's a fucking moron. Yeah. He <laughs> he came in. And he's like every game's just another game. Every game is another game when you're playing anybody else. Yeah. Anybody else? But get with the fucking program. You played in it. You won it. You played for Bo fucking Schimbeckler, dude. You're a fucking moron. I'm sorry. He's the new Marvin Lewis of my life. Fuck Jim Harbaugh. <laughs> yeah. So, so uh, the story, I, the story was said on ESPN, and that's when Fields came out. You know, if it's true or not, I don't know. But that's that's the rumor. I don't and believe there, it. Because always rumors. Fourteen ten is a couple guys from around here. No, not 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 all day. No, it's not. Well, no, no. But I'm saying you said Kenner and Schlimmer were. No, saying, no, no. Right? They're not until three. Who I, who said it then? Who show was it? Well, I would have you'd have to look it up to eight o'clock when I forget. I, I just feel it, like I would have heard. And like, it, ain't, it ain't Golik. It's it's the the guys that come on after Golik. Yeah, because Golik's over, so it's been weird. I just I don't know. I just feel like that should have blown up more. I should have seen more about it other than no. Like, and, and I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm just saying this. That was the rumor that I heard this morning. I don't think Ryan Day has those kind of balls. I don't know. I don't, Fuck I don't Ryan know. Day. I, I don't know. It just depends on how he's taking the rivalry because obviously Harbaugh is not taking it very serious. Um so let's kind of jump. Lose in, five of them. <laughs> let's kind of jump into the schedule here and tell me what you see on Michigan side. Go down those ten games because it's only they've taken out all non-conference games. So the Big Ten only has Big Ten teams that they play this year. And we'll start with Michigan first. So go down that list and let me know what you're thinking. What do you see? What is the record? Who? 
Where do you see your losses? Where do you see your wins? Well, I told and, you. And just do it quick. I mean, not don't you don't have to go through every one of them. Just what do you see for the season? I told you earlier in the text message, I easily see four games that they could drop just because I have no fucking belief in Harbaugh. I love Joe Milton. I love Nico Collins. I love Zach Charbonnet. I love a lot of things that are going on, but I don't have the, the fucking faith in Harbaugh to win anything. But So, so week one, Purdue, I think they win. Win that. I could see them losing to Minnesota week two. Mm-hmm. Um, now, Minnesota did just lose their best receiver. I can't think of his name, but he's like all Big Ten. He opted out to yeah. focus on the draft. Um, Penn State. I could see them losing to Penn State. Well, Penn, yeah, they're saying Penn State's um, going to be top five, top six team in the and country. Luckily, uh, they did just lose their linebacker today as well. He opted yeah, out. Yeah, what's his name? He's, he's the I've, top they, guy. Yeah, too. one of their top linebackers. Um, Rutgers has never scored a point against Michigan since they've been in the Big Ten, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> like I don't, I don't, I don't even think that's an exaggeration. Um, Michigan State's pretty down and out. I think they win that. Indiana always seems to fuck with Michigan the week before Ohio State. I don't know if they're looking forward or not, but they're playing them before Ohio State again. Um, but I see them beating Indiana. Um, they're going to lose to Ohio State unless there has just been some crazy come-to-Jesus moment for Harbaugh. And, and and I've said it on the show before. He's been broken since the fumbled punt against Michigan State and then the the – Terrible spot where JT Barrett was short on fourth down. I think that broke his spirit and his will. He's never been the same guy since. Um, I could see them losing to Wisconsin um, pretty easily. Um, I think they'll beat Maryland. I think they'll beat Northwestern. So, prediction, beat Purdue. Let's say they squeak it out against Minnesota. I think they lose to Penn State, beat Rutgers, beat Michigan State, beat Indiana, lose to Ohio State. Lose to Wisconsin, so I think they're going to go seven and three. Yeah, I agree. I have I I have seven and three for Michigan. Now you kind of look at those teams that Michigan have, like the Minnesotas, like the Wisconsin's, and that the, those teams are not on Ohio State's uh, schedule this year. Of course they're not. Um, so the Ohio, the Buckeyes open up on a Thursday at Illinois. Then they have the Rutgers. Then it's they a have Thursday. Yeah, then they have the Rutgers. Then they have Purdue. Then they have Indiana. Then a bye. Then Nebraska. Five and zero oh, easily. Indiana um, always fucks with Ohio State and Michigan just a little bit though. They never win, but they always fuck with them for long enough to may, make you maybe think. a maybe an Urban Meyer team, not not a, not a Ryan Day team. I mean, fuck Ryan Day, uh, fuck Urban. Meyer. Michigan State, that's a win. Michigan, that's a win. Maryland, that's a win. Penn State, that gets tough because that's in Penn State. Probably no fans though, yeah, that, so no that, wide That's not out. really gonna matter. Um, we'll we'll kind of see how that how that one goes as the year goes. Um. And then they end at Iowa. They always seem to have trouble with Iowa, but this one is at home. Um, they they usually have trouble in Iowa. A lot of teams do. Yeah, I well, you know, Iowa's like full of like fucking wrestlers. So, oh, you yeah. know, so like linebackers are real good and yeah. that shit. Um, I think this is an easy ten and zero season for the Buckeyes, and they make it to the playoffs. Not trying to be. <laughs> I mean, it's just you know you don't play the Minnesotas, you don't play the Wisconsin. They never fucking do. You know, dude. it's just it's just. Ohio State always and then, gets oh, then obviously, shit. and then we play. Then we play the Big Ten championship probably against Wisconsin. I would assume, uh, um, which I, I don't know. I, I just don't see a lot of competition for Ohio State in the Big Ten. Um, I hope they all break their fucking legs. <laughs> I think the toughest game on that is uh, Penn State uh, at Penn State. And you but, know, like I said, no fans. 
how many times over the years, like even in like the fucking John O'Corn year, Michigan will get out to a 14, 17 point lead on Ohio State. It's happened a few times. Yeah. But they just never fucking finish. I could talk about this all day. I got a Jim Harbaugh jersey hanging up here in the locker room. I should catch it on fire. I don't like that motherfucker. <laughs> I think he should have been fired two years ago. I don't know what the fuck the deal is. But you, it, you dressed up like him one year and all that, man. 2016, yeah. his third year. Number three team in the country playing the number one team in the country, I think, or whatever the fuck it was. Shit was going on. Like, fuck yeah, my dad's Woody. I'm Harbaugh. I fucking threw my headset and broke it in the bar that year. That was an Xbox headset. It was. Got kicked out, then came back in because I called some lady some very, very mean names, some words that I should never say. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know, man. I, I get rid of Marvin Lewis, and it's like now Michigan's like, well, fuck it, dude. 16 years of hardball, blowing big games, never winning as an underdog. Like the recruiting classes are all good. Yeah. So fuck him, too. You know, fuck I, everybody. And as bad as I want to say, <laughs> as bad as it burns me to say this, this is the one sport, not, not necessarily sport, college football is the one thing I worry about the most with getting through the season. There aren't bad, you know, it's just, I think the NFL makes it through. Yeah, because the NFL can say these are grown men right. that are paid yep. to take the risk. These are college kids. College kids. So it just, I, I wonder how far it goes. I don't think it goes very far. I hope so, though, man. It definitely I, I, doesn't go six weeks. So leave the fucking game where it's supposed to be. Make it the end of the goddamn year. I just, you know, I, I hope it happens and we'll see if it happens. Yeah, I mean, and obviously I hope for it. And if it doesn't, let's say, the NFL should move quickly and give us NFL football on Saturday and Sunday. Yeah, that would be great. I, I think that's a great idea. I just idea. wouldn't half, move from my couch half, for a whole weekend. Yeah, half and half. I, I like that. And I'm sure there's probably some contingency plan because I know that they had discussed it, but if college football doesn't make it for some reason, beautiful way to make the NFL probably more TV revenue yep. to make up for the loss. Half and half. I agree. Give me a Saturday, Sunday. I'll sit on the couch Although I do Saturday like morning. Sunday of, you know, having on the TV, which you'd get it You'd still have days, on so. both days, yeah. So, yeah. You'd, you'd be able to actually be able to get watch, watch more games. So, yeah, yeah I like absolutely. It. I like it. I like that plan. So, um I think that's pretty much everything we have. Um, I'm sorry for saying fuck so many people this episode. You shouldn't fucking say that fucking word, dude. No, I'm going to say fuck all the time, but, I mean, and everybody on this show that I said fuck him, I will mean that forever. Like, fuck them forever. If I say fuck you, it's fuck you. Um, Sorry, kids. So, I think that's about all we have. I'm a little bit fired up today. Um, So, so (laughs) you're not going to invite Harbaugh over for dinner anytime soon? Um, I would, and I would fucking just... Berate Put something him. in his food or something. I wouldn't poison him. I don't want him to die, but I would. I think I would tell him like, "What the fuck?" Because, <laughs> dude, we, we were so excited when he came back. We're like, "Dude, Urban Harbaugh, Bo and Woody 2.0, let's go!" And now, you know, Urban's got health problems, and those will probably go away as soon as USC has forty-five million dollars for him. But <laughs> I personally think Ryan Day's better anyway. I, I you know me, what but also saying? fuck Ryan Day. I've been saying it, right? I've been saying Ryan. I'm glad we got Ryan Day. So uh, that's that's all we got for you guys this week. Um, we're going to keep in touch with uh, everything that we've talked about going on. Also, the UFC event's coming up. That's next weekend, right? Next weekend, your, uh, not this weekend. Your birthday weekend. weekend. Yeah, we're going to have, have some good drinks and watch the Stipe in D.C. fight. I can't wait. So uh, we'll, we'll do that. We'll have a preview of that next week. Um, obviously, the NBA is going to be heating up, getting into the playoffs. That's when things are going to get real. Um, obviously, uh, MLB, I, I don't really know what to say to that. I'm, I don't know if it's going to stay or not, but we'll be on top of everything. It's so. staying. It's staying. They just got to make it to the playoffs. Yeah, that's all they got to do. So we appreciate everybody tuning in. Look out for us next week. Get with us, get with us Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Um, we should make a MySpace, too. We should get get people we'll to contact MySpace us. Yeah, yeah. So. Maybe they we'll won't censor buy, everything. Maybe we'll just buy it. And, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, thanks for tuning in, guys. Locker Room Talk Uncut. Thank you for listening to Believe. 
You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.